Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message is, The Devil is a Thief. First, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir.
This is February 20th, 1920, This is Brother Jackson speaking. I want to give y'all another message. I'm going to pray and ask God to bless this morning. And I want y'all to listen to me because I'm going to preach on the devil is a thief. Show you what he'll steal. I'd ask that you might just bless this morning, Father, in a special way. Let every ear and heart that hears this message check themselves out. If there's a loss or an abyss, that they might come to save the knowledge of Jesus Christ. If there's somebody backslidden and need to renew their testimony, I'd ask that they might get under conviction. Now, you bless this message in a special way. We'll thank you for it and give you the honor, glory, and praise for it. For in Jesus' sweet name we ask this. Amen and amen. In 2 Corinthians 2, 11, says this, that Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, on the nine verse of scripture in your Bible, while you remember what it, what it means when you go back and read it. You remember exactly what it means. That Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Still, it is big business. The FBI reveals that it murder, murder every 80 seconds with annual totals over $75 million. The devil is the chief of thieves. The word tells us he is the arch deceiver. He deceived Eve and tried Jesus. He is a murderer. He was a murderer from the beginning. The devil is a liar, for he's a liar and the father of it, John 8 44. He's a liar of it. But his crown and the devil's is, is thriving. He breaks into hearts and steals the best. Number one, the devil steals a good name. Ecclesiastes 7 1 says good names better than precious ointment. You need to watch your name every person should guard his good name. Devil does not often get you to steal a million. Just a little start with. Not to murder at first, but to be selfish. The devil doesn't tell a girl to be immortal, but just to have a good time loosely. And he gets he gets your name stolen. A girl comes up pregnant by the community knows it. And she loses her name, her good name. And the parents is embarrassed over it. The teachers are embarrassed over it at school. Her friends are embarrassed over it. Ah, she did that. She the devil steals a good name. And the devil steals that name. And that boy's not off the hook either. His parents knows it. And their parents know it. And sometimes you got a problem in the family of a pregnant girl that's not married. And I hope and pray that everybody's listening to me. Don't let the devil steal your name, your good name. You ought to watch it. Be very, very careful over it. Secondly, the devil steals twice. That's your time and your talents. The devil steals time and talents. 
the church is God's agent of real service. But Satan wants you to neglect it and give ability to lodges, civic clubs, education clubs, and other worldly organizations to take no church responsibility such as teaching a choir work, visitation, winning people to Christ. The devil wants you to do everything in the world with your time and your talents, but serve the Lord. And you need to realize that. The devil's after your talents and your time, and he'll steal it from you if you let him. You got to remember where you come from. God, the devil wants you to neglect your services at church. And he don't want you to go to church. And he don't want you to read your Bible. And he don't want you to pray. And the devil can't stand you to pray. And he hates for you to go to church. And he fights you over it. The devil fights me in my flesh every Sunday morning, Saturday night. He don't want me to go to church. And I'll tell you what, he'll make me sick on Sunday morning and Sunday night to keep me from going to church on Sunday morning. A lot of times I go to church when I'm sick. Get on that old head up when I try to make it if I can. He don't want you to get in the choir and sing. And he sure don't want you to be a teacher, Sunday school teacher. But he steals time and talent. Just like on Wednesday nights, every time I go to church on a Wednesday night, when I used to pastor several churches, you go different places, ball games and stuff going on. They got uh, maybe 500, 600 people at a ball game. When you go to church, you got 15, 20 people. Some churches, 60, 80 people. And that's a sin and a shame. All those people that play ball on Wednesday night should be in church. If they say they're Christians, they ought to be in church. And I I just wish they'd stop them ball games on Wednesday nights and let folk go to church. Because most of those people would go to church if you'd give them that opportunity. But the devil like to steal that time and that talent. They want you to say, they want you to witness, they want you to be a witness. People watching you. They watch your home Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. They want to know if you're a real Christian. They want to know what you really made of and the way you think. And don't let a few fool you. Lie, your neighbors can tell you exactly how you live. And I hate to say it, but that's the truth. And it ought not be that way, but it is that way. The third thing the devil steals testimony. A good witness for Jesus does three things. The first thing that reads his Bible, it convicts and changes, molds. Molds you into a good Christian life. So a, a Christian should read the Bible every day. For the last five years, I read my Bible through. Every day, seven days a week, to the end of the year. And I started it again. This year I'm going to study my Bible and read it and study it. It's completely different than reading it and not studying it. 
last five years I read it. Psalms, Proverbs, and some in the New Testament. And I love to read it. I just gave my Bible to my daughter to give to her son that's having so many problems. I said, let him read it every day. Daddy, you have another one of them Bibles that you read every day through the year. 365 days. Yes, I got one. I've been reading, but I had started this year. You take that to him and give it to him. Then I gave him a new study Bible that he can read and get some notes out of it. And if you'll do that, it'll help him. Then the second thing, step of steals is your prayers. Satan trembles at saints upon their knees. Satan can't take prayer. He didn't want you to pray. And he's, he hates you to pray. And if he can find any way in the world Stop you from praying. He'll stop you from praying. Satan's that good. He's smart. That's the reason he's the devil. He ain't no dummy. I'm going to tell you. Keep you from praying if you can. Because he trembles from the saints' praise. The third thing he does, he will. He will live a righteous life. That's what the Christian does. He lives a righteous life. And you need to live a righteous life. People watching you every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They know exactly where you go, what you talk about, who's your friends. And it's it's hard for you to live a Christian life if you don't read your Bible and pray. But if you read your Bible and you pray, you can live a righteous life. That's what we Christians ought to do, live a righteous life. We ought not have nobody to point their finger at us and tell us, look at that. Brother Jackson done this or Brother Jackson done that. We need to be a bold Lord. Make sure we're right with the Lord Jesus Christ seven days a week. We're not perfect. We'll never be perfect in this life. We see it one of three ways every day. Word, deed, or thought. You might have a bad thought, sin, stay with that thought. You might say something, somebody word. Or say a bad word or something. And mess up. Or you might do something to somebody or deed. Cause some problems. That's the way we see it. Our soul can't sin, but as long as we're living in this body, that joker sins every day. It's, it's to go on the sins of Adam and Eve, and it'll be with us until the day we die and we get a new body. So we just got to put it down every day. Are you thinking, yes, the devil has stolen my testimony? Can I regain it? Yes, is the answer. By confession and turning from this evil. You can have cleansing, forgiveness, and restoration. Lips can be unsealed. And that's what you need to do. You need to pray and ask God to forgive you your sins and ask Him to come into your heart and save you if you're lost. And if you're a Christian, you need to ask God to forgive you your sins and put you back in, in, 
the right stage. And he will, if you really mean it. And that's what you need to do. Really mean it. Father, whosoever listens to these words in his sermon, let him respond to the gospel one way or another. And let us hear some good things on it. For it's in Jesus' sweet name we ask this. We've got a lot of Christians going back us. It's lost his testimonies. You just listen to them talk and see the places they go. And it don't take long. You can figure it out real quick. I just pray God that some of them will get great now. The lives I asked one man one morning. He was cousin. He was a deacon in an independent fundamental Baptist church. At the moment, I wasn't saved. I thought I was. I was Catholic. But I got saved later. But I stopped that man and asked him. I said, that's what they teach you in your Sunday school class. How to cuss. And he looked at me. And he said, I'm sorry, Brother Jackson. I didn't mean that. And you forgive me? I said, yeah. If God will forgive you, I'll forgive you. But you ought to watch your language. How you using that language? Cussing. That's not real good Christianity. When people hear you cuss like that, you're supposed to be a deacon in an independent fundamental Baptist church. What they think of you? Not much, I can tell you that. The man's dead now. And I hope he got it right with God before he died. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.